My name is Brianna, and I welcome you to the Tales of Adventure, a D&D podcast like no other. My name's Kevin Goins. I play Zissera in The Rise of Tiamat, a tiefling sorcerer rogue. You mind if I join you? It's been a long day, and also you seem like you're someone who could use someone to talk to. You look a little lost in thought there. Oh, please, yes. Yes, please sit down. Uh, who may I ask are you? You seem... New to the, these parts here. Sorry, pardon, pardon my, my my dust. Uh, it's been a quite a trying day here. My name is Isra, and I am new here. I heard rumored of a dragon cultist group attacking a neighborhood, and typically when da- dragon cultists do things like that, it's never a good sign. So I figured I would come and see what's going on and see if there's anything I can do to make sure things don't go terribly long, wrong like they tend to. Ah yes, yes. The uh, uh, the dragon cultists they they caused uh, quite a quite a stir in this uh, in this area. Um, forgive me. Where where are my manners? My name is Zissura. Better to meet you. What brought you here? Ah well, it's a bit of a bit of a long story, I should say. Uh, I, I originally originally come from a far far southern land, Kalimshar. Have you heard of Kalimshar? I've actually been there. It was a long time and didn't leave on the best of terms with some of the people I ran into, but it's a nice area. Oh, it's such beautiful, beautiful country. Oh, full of culture, trade, and lively folk. But sadly, I, I, I left under similar circumstances. I've been banished from the city, you see, from Kalimport. The name Zister has been blackened ever since. So, I made my way up north to Baldur's Gate here in search of better opportunities and experiences. And so far, the experiences have been, ooh, interesting. Take a long draw from his ale, kind of staring off into the middle distance. I can imagine so. Are you referring to the bombing, or is there other things you've been involved in? Oh, well, yes, the, uh... Yes, the bombing was was definitely the most tragic experiences I've ex- I've I've had the for- misfortune of dealing with in my in in all my memories. But yes, the past few weeks have been very very trying for me. I, I should say uh, the group I had I've been traveling with. Uh, we've been you know a little separated. We managed to find our way back together. It's been an interesting few weeks for me. I should say. May may I be honest? with you about something? Certainly. Okay, I'm trying to turn over a new belief, if you will. It revolves around trust. I trust in myself, more importantly, trust to others. Can I trust you? You seem like you have a trusting demeanor about you. You can, and I assume I can trust you as well. I hope so. Well, I'm going to tell you and show you something I've only just revealed to a small number of people. So far, it's been a, been a breakthrough in my understanding of the world and the people who live in it. Uh, 
Zishra will kind of pause and take a deep breath, and you'll start to see his horns. He's, he's a tiefling, so his horns, his big black horns, will start to uh, shrivel and shrink into his head. He had a sharp black goatee that eventually kind of shrink into his chin and disappear. Slick black hair will kind of fade into a, an unruly mop on top of his head, stark white. His skin will fade to a semi-transparent kind of bluish white, And but his eyes is the only thing that'll, that'll remain the same. They're just a solid black. And he'll turn and he'll look at this rough. Her face is thoroughly unimpressed, but she looks slightly bemused by this. Yeah, you don't seem so surprised. I had the feeling you weren't who you said you were, because I have met the real Zisra before. If you were he, you would have tried to kill me by now. Ha. Yes, well, <laughs> Zisra, he's a, he's a cold and calculating, well, I should say was a cold and, and calculating man. Uh, I'm sorry you had to meet the real Zisra. Me, on the other hand, my name is, to be honest, I don't really have it, a name. When I was born, my, my mother, when she a human mother, called me Casimir. Uh, Casimir is Alid. Uh, she discarded me after she discovered that I was a changeling. I can't really blame her because I assume she thought I had replaced her her son. Um, Sorry to hear that. Thank you. It's unfortunate how many people immediately distrust changelings if, if it's your fault that you have the ability to assume others' appearances. Yeah, and unfortunately, the group that I'm traveling with has also recently discovered my my change. So this is actually why I'm telling you this, because because I'm I'm trying to embrace others around me and who I've become, and if, if people can accept me, how my group discovered who I am. Um, another another fun story, full of full of fun stories here. Sorry to bore you. No worries. Would you like another drink? Oh, yes, please. Absolutely. I'll get this a second round. I have a feeling there's going to be plenty more. Please keep them, keep them coming. Uh, yes, yeah, so the party had received the message to investigate a missing guard. The guard had wandered off into the woods. He uh, never came back for his, for his guard duty shift. And there was too much going on for the army to actually investigate this. So they hired out mercenaries, such as myself and my party. You know, we went to investigate, and it turned out that the guard had wandered off into the into the woods, got was attacked by a werebear, and vicious creatures. Vicious, vicious creatures. Oh, yeah, no idea. This werebear attacked the guard. Man, he managed to. Somehow, the guard managed to slay or chase off the bear. I'm not exactly sure what happened. We found the spot of the attack. There was a lot of blood, but no bodies. So we tracked down the uh, the guard to a canyon where we were ambushed by the now-turned-werebear guard. Uh, after a short battle, he managed to get a bite on me, and I became infected from what I've been told by you know, Healers and mages is a form of lycanthropy where you turn into a werebear. Nasty thing to go through. Oh, yes, yes it was. And when you make the change, apparently there are, there are ways to control it later in life, but I had no intentions of trying to 
risk my friends in trying to control this. So when I changed, I attacked my party. And they are a very capable group of, of men and women, and they, they put me down swiftly. However, when a changeling such as myself is rendered unconscious, I revert back to my normal form, which is what you see here. Uh, needless to say, it was, a, it was a shock to the group because they've, all they've known was Zisera, you know, the, the tall, strong, stately, aristocratic Zisera. But what they saw before them was a shell of a creature, just a blank slate, blank canvas, just nothing, just molds, uh, an object ready to be molded to whatever I desired. And this originally frightened them greatly, within reason. I don't know if I would be able to necessarily accept somebody who, would I, who I had trusted to suddenly be somebody I had no idea. I, I had no idea who this person could be. So... Ultimately, and to my surprise, they accepted me, and I was not prepared for that, if I'm honest. They didn't immediately banish me, which is what I was expecting, because you know, my experiences with my mother when I was a baby, and all the other stories I've heard about doppelgangers, other changelings infiltrating camps and cities and kingdoms and all this. But they didn't. They allowed me to continue to travel with them, and we've learned to, to trust each other, which is something that I've never uh, experienced in my life. Trust is a rare and valuable thing, well, in my personal experience. Indeed, indeed. Also, just so you know, when you started changing, I cast an illusion so no one else in the bar would know. I hope you don't mind, but <laughs> it, it can freak people out sometimes. It's true. It is. Thank you for, for that. I, I do appreciate that. Yes. You can stay in this form as long as you desire. Oh, thank you. It's relaxing, to be honest, to be in this form. Being your true self, you're not preoccupied trying to maintain whatever image you choose to be. It's true. I've mastered the ability to change forms and hold it indefinitely as long as I'm conscious. But there's always something in the back of my mind oh, maintaining the persona. And it, it can be taxing at times. So thank you for raising this, this illusion and allow, allowing me to show my, my true self to you. It's, it's, it's a huge relief. You have no idea. It's no trouble. I've had to masquerade myself at times. I know how tired I get it can be. Oh, yes. yes. I also know what it's like to be cast out because of what people think you are. Right. But, uh, either way, our, our journeys do continue, and we are we are hoping to uh, eliminate this, uh, this this dragon cult. I hate dragon cults. That's never oh, a good sign. They're the worst. <laughs> They've been quite a thorn in our collective group's side. They, uh, I'd actually been uh, imprisoned. I was imprisoned by them for several days before my party had freed me. We had, you know, after, after taking the form of, of Zisera, I traveled up the coast to Baldur's Gate, where we are now, and there was an attack there. There was, there was a raid, and me and my companions were, my trade uh, companions were 
Most of them were killed. I was captured and imprisoned, and I was held for several days until finally, by chance, this group came and rescued me. So, yeah, there's there's nothing more than I'd, I'd like to see than this, this dragon cult taken down for the things they've done, the atrocities that they've done. Just unspeakable. I can't even begin to imagine what it must have been like to be held prisoner by them. It's a good thing your new friends came along in time to rescue you. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, we should have another another drink, I say. Oh, yes, the power keeper knows to keep them coming. We're old friends, you could say. You came across this when you were down south. What did you think of him? Did, you, did he try to attack you? At first... I was helping him, or working with him in some capacity to help another friend of mine investigate something. There's something to do with what I imagine was the beginning of this cult several, very long time ago. He he, uh, he did have his hands in a lot of in a lot of different things. He he, he definitely did not adhere to the laws of of the realm by any means. No, he did not, and he ended up betraying and trying to entrap my friends and I. Ah. Thankfully, I'm far craftier than he gave me credit for. I do appreciate you not trying to murder me as soon as you saw me posing as this Oh, The fact that you were here kind of gave me pulse, because he would never come to this area, and if he were, he would be... Well... Let's just say if I have my way of seeing through certain things, I knew you weren't him. Fair enough. Whatever happened to him, though? As I said, he was my master. I was his slave. One day he bought me for three gold pieces, like a piece of meat, from the market. And he took me on his journeys all across Kalimshar and eventually took me with him in his exile uh, from the south. And, you know, almost immediately, I saw this man, this powerful figure, as a point of envy. And I tried to learn everything I could from him. Within, obviously, moral code, I did not want to be cold and devious as he was, obviously. Obviously not. Otherwise, I probably would have done something to you when, you, when I saw you here. And that's fair. That's understandable. I absolutely understand it. Little known fact about was the fact that he was actually a sorcerer of draconic bloodline. He didn't really like to, you know, let this out as much. He kind of kept it in his back pocket for intimidation or downright harm for the people he's trying to broker a deal with. So that was actually one of the reasons why he was banished was because he pushed the wrong people a little too hard. Anyway, we make our way north to Baldur's Gate, but on the way we had to make camp, and it's been a, it had been a long journey, several days through the desert, and we were all tired and we were irritable. I had prepared Cicero's evening meal when I had spilled his wine. I, I, I don't know what what I was what I was doing. Like I said, we were all tired, and I tripped, and the wine fell and shattered on the floor. And uh, Cicero, he he went into a rage. You know, I've never seen him so angry but he he flew into a rage and tried to attack me but since i'd been learning all i could from him in training i eventually picked up some spells and some magic tricks that he often used but i was never able to really control it 
So every, all my practices and sometimes, you know, my spells would uh, yield unintended results. Seen practitioners with such magic. Some people like to call us wild magicians. I can understand that. <laughs> sometimes I, I don't know what's going to happen. So Zasura attacked me and I reacted. I tried to defend myself, but I didn't want to hurt him. I tried to cast one of his spells that he uses rarely enough, but I seemed very useful to, to, to know, uh, shield, to keep him from actually hurting me. But instead of actually shielding myself, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but the tent that we were in just burst into flames. Rather unpleasant way to go, but he probably deserved it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he definitely did. It wasn't my intention to harm him. In fact, all I wanted to do, I wanted to learn from him, from his skills, from his knowledge, how to not be weak, you know, how to not be beaten on and downtrodden. I just wanted to learn enough as much as I could to escape and make it on my own wherever I needed to be. But unfortunately, I never came to that and I murdered my master. He was burned beyond all recognition, which in a morbid way is fortunate for me because in my blind panic, I took his form and became Zisera in every way possible, except for his abhorrent moral code. And it was easy for me. And it felt good for the first time. I was a powerful person, but I also had the ability to make change. I was a powerful person with means. And it, it was like nothing I ever experienced before. So I maintained that appearance for as long as I could. And I never intended to change back into uh, Casimir, especially never like this, never in my blank form. Life has a way of throwing you unintended twists. It very much does. Like I said, I was also cast out in a way for not something I did, but a prophecy of something I could do. Because people apparently didn't realize there's many ways you could take it. And that sometimes you have to do with the best with the hand you're dealt, and who knows, you may discover yourself and save the world in the meantime. Yes, yes, let's let's hope we can all, as I've heard before, lead the world a little better than you found it. Am I right? It looks like you're already doing so. You're essentially making Zisra a better person. Still being yourself. It's a long road. He he burned his own name pretty badly, <laughs> to say the least. That he did, but here you are, working to make the world better. You're helping in the face of this atrocious attack, and if it's anything like any of the other times that dragon cults have arisen, it's they tend to. Have a nasty habit of trying to reawaken Tiamat, which is part of why I came. That seems to be their goal, and that's our chief goal to stop them from doing that. This Tiamat rising is incredibly unfortunate and something I would rather not see happen, but as it is, I'm in a place where there's not much I personally can do unless the world is literally about to end. <laughs> incredibly frustrating i can i can sympathize but as it is it looks like you and your friends may be in a place where you can take steps to make sure he doesn't wake up you will absolutely that would be very frustrating 
Yes, to say the least. Have you been able to uncover anything about what they're doing or how they're planning on going about this? Oh, not as of yet. We're still just trying to chase them down and, and find them, but we're not sure how all the pieces connect. We're working on it. We've tracked down the leader, or we tracked down a leader of the, this cult. A very good first step. Yeah. Our next move is to confront him and try to get him to stop whatever he's doing or you know, stop him permanently. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I feel like, I, I do feel if, even if we were to stop this one individual, that more would take his place. We're working to try to find ways to make sure Tiamat cannot rise. Because I don't know what that will do, but it can't be good. It'll be very not good, and it's a tricky thing to ensure it doesn't happen. But I believe you're ca- you and your friends are capable of doing this. They seem to be good people, especially with how they responded to your unintentional revelation. Mm, yes, indeed. I suppose I should I should get back to him then. As he says that, he'll revert back to Zisera's red tiefling form. And as he do this, Isra's fingers, she's been drawing patterns just sort of subconsciously on the table and just stops doing that and the, and the illusion dispels. Again, I thank you for your for your trust and your assistance in, in that. I probably should have been a little bit more wary. I guess this day has been extremely trying, so I appreciate that. If there's anything I can do to help, let me know. I can't interact directly, but I can pull strings and nudge things into place. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Thank you very much. Oh, and uh, Zissera will stand up from his bar stool, stand up a little bit straighter, get that you know, air of aristocratic bearing back. Well, my dear, it was very delightful speaking with you. I hope as soon in the future we may meet again and we may share a drink. I hope so as well. Travel safe and if you ever need help, you know where to find me. And she sort of raises her glass in a sort of salute. I will. He'll also raise his glass, clink it, throw back the last of his ale. Like, ah... Back to the grind, I believe, my dear. Thank you for your company. It's my pleasure. He will walk out of the bar. And before he walks out, she slips a little paper in his pocket that has a little note on it saying, so you know how to find me. And it's just a blank paper as far as you can tell. <laughs> Tales of Adventure is directed and produced by me, Brianna Toiber, as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. The music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what I'm doing and would like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and choose one of the tiers connected to Tales of Adventure. You can also leave a review on iTunes to make our show easier to find for those who need it.